welcome to the Intern Whisperer Live, the show all about the future of work. Reminded listeners, you can call us live on the air, and the phone number is 407-582-2906. You can also chat with us online through Intern Pursuit's Facebook live chat. All right, is it my turn? Yes. Actually, okay. <laughs> is it? Because Brad is over here actually. taking pictures. Exactly. And this is our last show of the season, people. Okay, we're supposed to be going, yes, woo I'm honored. woo Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So here we are, He's episode one oh five, last show of the season, and that music was done by Eli Sutton. So thank you, Eli, for bringing. Shout out us to up. Elijah. Yeah. Exactly. He, what he said I we can actually mm-hmm. call him Perfect. Eli. Whatever you want to be called, sir. <laughs> yeah. So okay. Eli, Elijah, sure whatever. Okay. So Miranda, you're supposed to be up next. All right. Coming up on this episode of the Intern Whisper Alive. Employers and students sign up with Intern Pursuit at www.internpursuit.tech. Look for Intern Pursuit on NASDAQ's channel when we open the stock exchange on December 10th. Go to the link to be notified when the big event happens. We have to copy this and paste this right now into the Facebook area. So copy that whole little green thing that says on December 10th, Mm -hmm. NASDAQ. Copy that and put it in the chat, please. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Okay, so where can you find Intern Pursuit? You can find us on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on Twitter, on Instagram, and YouTube. And you can also find us on Apple Podcasts, on Podbean, on Spotify, on Stitcher. And what did I forget, guys? Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean. Facebook. Google Play. Oh, Google Play. There we go. Google Play. Yeah. Yeah, and you can play our game. It is a third-person tower defense game. You can download it and play it. It's on interpursuit.games, and we also have Intern Pursuit is on uh, Facebook, and you can watch us live there. And what else? Oh, uh, live on Valencia College Radio. So many places to find us. You can also listen to us live on the air like people are doing right now. Thank you for sharing that. And then the phone number is 407-582-2906. And you can chat with us. So, Brad, I'm going to see if anybody is going to chat with us online. So if uh, that's Casey, Casey Field, you should be chatting with us Did online. Did you tell her about it? Uh, well, I don't know. Hopefully she's listening. I'm going to hope that she's listening. Did you tell her about it, though? You were, that not. was your job. I did not. That was your job. I'm giving that right back to you. Okay. Uh, so, Sydney? Orlando Dev is a nonprofit organization made up of a community of software developers in Orlando. Whether you love writing code or just getting started, you're welcome to check out Orlando Dev's meetup to connect with software and IT professionals. Their website is www.orlandodevs.com. Thank you, Orlando Dev, for being a patron of the Intern Whisperer. Employers, go to internpursuit.tech to sign up and create your free profile. Look at that right there. Now we are. Employers of all types and sizes are invited to be part of our early adopter beta program and take advantage of special pricing through December 31st. You can talk, contact us at info at internpursuit.tech for more information. And if you want to play our game, go to internpursuit.games. So welcome, Brad Fitzgerald. Welcome. To 
the intern whisperer. Thank you for having me. Okay, now see, he already came in and he said he wanted to have fun. So we should have. He's going to be a prankster, so be prepared. We're gonna we're gonna be real. We're gonna talk some business and we're gonna have some fun. Okay. That's okay. What, he's that's promising what I like that. To do. Mm-hmm. It's after hours, so. It is after hours, but some I'm of us go like back. I'm always like zoned in and focused and you are. intense. You are. So like after hours, I, I like to. And then you go and play frisbee yeah. in the office. So what the heck? Yeah, exactly. Throw the or football. football. In the office or. Yeah. Okay, so Miranda, why don't you start us off? Okay, you started here at Valencia College. What led you to a career in real estate, and what discipline is your background in? What was your major in college? Those are all, which question? Oh, you can start with either one. You pick it. Here we go. So the campus that we're at right now, Valencia East, actually helped me start my entrepreneur career Mm -hmm. um, because... I realized that teachers really don't care, and I didn't want to be a part of that. Oh, you just gonna drag oh, the teachers right now? Some of them. At, at do this not camp? do oh. that here on this I campus. I did. I did. Oh, yeah, you well, did. I was here. I was Bold here. about it. I was here. Okay. And oh, they won't I, like I, that I here. Un- They're really That's good fine. teachers. I didn't understand. Well, hey, that was ten years ago. Okay. <laughs> then went out and tried to get my uh, hands on anything that I could, you know, be a part of. Um, so. Talking about getting my hands on things, I actually moved out of the country for a year. I lived in the Cayman Islands, Islands and then came back. And then I got my real estate license. <clears throat> and uh, my real estate career is, is, is not very extensive at all. It was something that I was told I should do. I got my real estate license. Honestly, I thought I should hold it with you know Keller Williams so I could be taught how to go ahead and I have be, friends a, that be work a real there. estate agent. Right. Yeah, they but love I, it. I went with a, a, a broker, um, a boutique brokerage, and the guy was like, "Figure it out yourself." So I didn't really, I didn't really do much in in real estate at all, to be honest. Um, after that, I actually started becoming a, uh, I, I was a salesperson for a manufacturing company that manufactured ADA compliant like pool lifts. Um, climbed the ladder there. After a couple of years, that company was sold. Uh, I was I was basically operations. That company was sold. Now during that uh, during that job, I had this idea, and the idea was actually led me into my first tech company. Mm. So I I knew nothing about technology at all. I played sports my whole life, and I had this idea, and I shopped around a bunch of technology companies and told them my idea. Uh, refined it, and there's five companies that I, that I went to, and four of them said no, and then one of them said, okay, let's do it. So I spent my life savings, 70000 at that moment. I was probably 25. I was 25 at the time. And I, I was, we were making it happen, actually. Mm. We were in our, our, third, our third meeting with IBM, I signed up the Orlando Magic, a bunch of small-time companies, local businesses in Orlando. So what, what was this company? What did it do? It was called Logoji. So Interesting this is, name. This, this is when, like, emojis became, like, <laughs> mm. you know, this is, like, seven years ago, right? Six, six years ago. Now, it was your logo and an emoji, Logoji, right? So what we did was we, we allowed companies to go onto our platform Take any picture at all. Could be your face. Could be this mic. Could be the you know 
laptop, anything, right? Make it any size, embed it with a call to action, and plug as many of those images as you want into one post, and then when you submit it, it'll show up on your Facebook feed. So right, like right now, right? You click on an image on Facebook, it just gets bigger, right? Mm -hmm. Right, or you can have a link, right? That link will then display you know, what it's about, what the website's mm -hmm. about, right? But my post, what, what, what we're doing is in one post, you can have 50 different pictures, all of different sizes, inline text. Like I was saying like, hey, check out my boy Bob and like his, his Logoji, his face, and that would go to his like Twitter. Mm -hmm. Like he loves to surf, a surfboard, and it'll go to like a surfing, surf, like uh, And so what happened to that company? So that was my the, then. So it was awesome, right? Nobody's doing it. Still, nobody does it now. I learned my first big lesson. Don't put yourself in a box. Don't let somebody else control what your technology does. Mm -hmm. So Facebook changed their API. And then all of a sudden, nothing was displaying for my clients, mm -hmm. nor I. And I had to return all my all their money back. And I lost my life savings. Wow. And that was lesson one out of two million. Mm -hmm. Learning to be an entrepreneur. It is hard work. So uh, after I, got, I got the tech bug. So I, I lost all my money. I became a roofer. And I worked that for a year, saved some money, and then started a company called Industry Japs, where we were developing mobile applications for real estate agents. Uh, and it was like a, a personal Real, real estate agent mobile app, right? So you have your Keller Williams mobile app, right? However, if you're a real estate agent, it would say I Isabella, real estate agent. Mm -hmm. Like you go into the Play Store, it'd be your face, mm -hmm. you know, it'd be your your app, and it would facilitate. So you white labeled it so it could be anybody's thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, we branded it for each individual, and all the you know it 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 facilitated the real estate process, right? Right. So we were just really bad at developing tech. Like I tried to do it myself with, you know, so I had a partner, like a lifetime friend, uh, since I'd known, him, I'd known him since I was eight. So we did that, we did that for a year, you know, barely survived and then he brought his cousin in, that cousin and cousin brought a friend in, that friend knew someone big in the health insurance business and he said, do you know how to develop leads? And we said, no. And said, and he's like, well, you need to because I have a lot of money for you. So we said, okay, we'll figure it out. October 2017, October 13th, 2017, we developed, we, we delivered our first health insurance lead to like a salesperson, right? A salesperson wants to sell, sell health insurance to, who want, to people that want to buy it. So we go out there, produce the lead, put it through our system, delivered it automatically, right? And we did 63000 for the remainder of the year. And then we did a million dollars the next five months. Holy cow. <laughs> a million, yeah. In five months. So we went from being completely, like, what do we do? How do we eat? We got the, you know, my partner was living on my couch. He didn't have a car. Mm. And, and then we did a million dollars. And then after we did a million dollars, then I found... Um, them going behind my back 
and then I kicked them out and I had to start all over again. That was 2018, June 8th. And now this is a year and a half later. So I've started my own real, um, not real estate company. I did not, yeah. st- I did have a real estate company actually in early 2018, <clears throat> but uh, early 2019, sorry, um, this year. And so I started my own lead gen company, the lead line. The lead line. The lead lead lion. So funny, funny thing, I guess is a a shout out to the other lead lion. There is another lead lion, which I thought was funny. And they're also in Orlando. What are the the odds of that? So, but it's been a a heck of a ride so far. So it's been a year and a half. Started with just me, got to 17 employees, hundreds of thousands of dollars and developing some really cool back-end tech and some MarTech, some marketing technology. That's a new one, MarTech. Like FinTech, you know, whatever, whatever. EdTech. Yeah, yeah. education. T- yeah, exactly. So um, I hope that answered your question, though, questions. Yeah, that was a lot. That was a lot to process. So he was in, just so you guys know, Starter Studios ideation class this year. Mm-hmm. So we do a little shout-out for Starter. I love over. Starter Studio. Yeah. I love Starter Studio. Ah, I know. We all do. If we've gone through the program, we love the place. Literally, for, for an entrepreneur, like I, I've known about Starter Studio for, for many years, and I've visited, visited uh, Starter Studio, left, came, uh, but not until I went into the ideation uh, accelerator and then actually went out to, you know, I, I met you, or you came up to me, and, and mm-hmm. I actually met all the entrepreneurs and actually... Like embedded myself in that community and all the, you, we're all the, we're all the same. We're all go, going through a lot of yeah. the same struggles, and that that saved me personally. Yeah, because we're not alone. Yeah, when you have, I had seventeen employees. I was, I was growing too fast, and then, you know, I'm the I'm the sole owner. But yeah. like even even like what I'm going through, nobody's gonna understand. No. At all, but yeah. you. Rick. Yeah. You know, I'll, only if you're going there. through it because this is this it's, is lonely and hard. It is. It, it is, is like very lonely the, and very hard, and you have to have a lot of willpower. You have to really believe. You have to not it. quit. You have to believe, and you have to not quit when the average person would. Honestly, it's yeah, it's a whole different ballgame. Sure enough, it is. Why don't you go ahead and tell us? Go with th- well, three. He actually covered. Yeah, two or you kind of. It was why did you start it? We kind of got into that already with the positions that led up to lead lines inception. Yeah. And you so could. I think I mean, we're on four now. Yeah. That, okay. So the lead line is an advanced technology company that specializes in lead generation. Explain to our listeners how your business is different from any other company that provides lead, lead generation. You have to do this all the time. It's in our pitch decks. We always have to say how we differentiate, right? You can do this in your sleep, Brad. All right. Let's see if I can do this. Okay. So so within the lead generation industry... um, Do you guys know what that is? No, but I was going to add like I did. Right. Uh So so in my opinion, the the difference between marketing... Right, like mm-hmm. a, a marketing agency and a lead generation company, right? Is marketing company will say, "Hey, give me, give me your budget. I'll put your brand out there. You know, maybe you you'll get a ROI, or maybe I can give you some analytics on that or not. But hey, you're, we're gonna we're gonna put your brand out there, market, 
let people know you're, you're out there in the world, mm -hmm. right? A lead generation company is much more analytical driven, number data driven by far because I have to produce, I go out there and market, but then I collect people's information and deliver it. And those are things that you can actually record. So it's like How your targeted buyer personas, right? What's that? It's your targeted buyer personas. Well, yeah, yeah, you can, I mean, my thing is, is health insurance, right, right now. Uh, when, you know, all the different, all the different demographic, it's just how creative can you get, you know? Who's out, who's out there? Who needs it? How can you, what channels to, to distribute? You know, yeah, to, to distribute your content and, how, you know, what, what's the, what's the copyright what's the what's the images and you're all just always being creative and the industry is always changing all the time so so you have to consistently be on top of it and uh, it's it's actually really fun and it's something that is never gonna go away because people need leads it's all about like think of, think about an industry and then think about how they get leads because they will mm -hmm. they absolutely will yeah, so that's my email list. That could be anybody that comes in through inbound marketing. It's people that I talk to. All of those people, if they're qualified, become my leads, and then I can cultivate them to become, hopefully, a client. You want to make a movie, right? Make a movie. That's, they're more make a movie. I'm more produce a movie, get people to be in the movie. So how, how do you find people that want to make a movie how do you find people you know what i mean so like mm -hmm. you need some leads the con mm -hmm. especially here in the beginning right when you don't have that credibility mm, right starting in the world so you need leads mm -hmm. the leads life, connections the, the lifeblood mm -hmm. of, of every business of every, every business yeah without leads we yes. don't have any so what so what we do sense. is we, we create technology to automate the get, getting leads right generating leads, delivering leads, automating that, and then for our clients that want to receive leads, we develop technology for them to easily accept leads, mm -hmm. purchase leads, you know, a lot of that. So it's a lot of creativity, a lot of customer discovery, always getting feedback. That feedback loop needs to be extreme, extremely efficient and, and consistent, right? So yeah. ongoing. Yeah. Yep. That's kind of what lead gen. That's what we do. So, so the, the difference. I'll go ahead and re, like refine. Your why we're, why we're, Yes, why we're a little different is average marketers out there can be just little Facebook guys that are like, yeah, I can just like create some, you know. But we ads. Yeah, I can create some ads. So like, okay, cool. But we have a, a an entire dashboard. Like literally, the company makes money while we while we sleep. That's what it is. It's marketing anybody in the nation can go ahead and come onto our dashboard create what they need, what they desire or mm -hmm. 100% marketing all the time we're using machine learning to go ahead and literally kind of replace agents and what they do to go ahead and help them just close and get closer to that sale instead of having to work to that close we're, we want to go ahead and make them already at the at that end point all right, so we're we're doing a lot of that. That's a lot a lot of fun because there's a lot of problems mm. that you have to solve. You have to yeah sit sit down and I guess your customers, 
if it was me, I would have to go and complete something that identifies who I'm looking for as my, my target demographic, mm -hmm. and then you're able to help me identify those people and give me a list, right? So I have another company. It's a marketing company. And so then the lead line uses this company. And this company, we're developing technology to where I give you a form and you're like, this is my demographic. Mm -hmm. I need, you know, I need companies, large companies or medium-sized companies mm -hmm. that, need, that, that need interns of this age, this, this ethnicity. Well, they can't do that. But they well, can actually, they can do yeah. that. They can do that. School that and if well, they're, yeah, degrees well, and things like that. Like their degrees, you can ask the, for those well, things. Well, fa Facebook does have something on, on their audience insights to where they have like an ethnicity. It does if they're filter. if it matters to what that person is doing in the job. So, for example, I use this as as an example. If I had to hire uh, somebody to come in and work at a rape crisis center, I would want it to be women, not men because the women have already felt uh, violated, mm -hmm. and so they're not going to want to talk with a man as a counselor. They'd prefer a woman. So there's these places where that type of role, whatever it is, whether it's gender or ethnicity or race, could be, could be a factor, and it ties in exactly with what you're doing. Sure, okay. Anyway, so as, as you create your demographic, then you actually can see your, your ad being built. You can even select blue eyes. I'm going to do it. Blue eyes, blue eyes. It's oh, it's not, it's not done yet. Okay. It's not done yet. Blue eyes, blonde hair, and ad, to the side, your this this actual ad is being created already. Mm -hmm. And then also, what's what's being shown uh, is the the amount of individuals. You know, s state. You can select your state. The amount of individuals that is available on my uh, network, my mobile network. Mm -hmm. So. Then you literally hit submit, put your call to action in, and it's basically an automated process to go ahead and target a demographic. So nobody's automating this. That's your key differentiation. That's a whole different. That's a whole. So that that company, that right there, some some people have automated that, but what really is the unique sauce there is how I've partnered with a different company to target individuals. Okay. And so how things are verified. So basically, it's a it's a database of like around like two hundred forty five million people. Wow. So you, you know, take away all the children, and that's that's updated once a week. Just the the their proprietary technology is very unique, and I'm that front end that's building that, and that back end that's the, then the, delivering it to the lead line, and then the lead line then then delivers it to whoever wanted that lead. Got it. That's a lot of uh, moving stuff going on there because yes. a lot of people and then a lot of shh, you know, like sort, sort, sort to give you a list. That was sound effects, to, just so you know. Shh, sound I like effects. That. Okay. It's good. <laughs> Sydney, we're over on five. What top three qualities do you think an entrepreneur should have to make it in the industry that they want to be in successfully? That's a great question. Uh, I think that they should know themselves. Hmm. As the world changes, as people come in and out of your life, you are still there. And I think that an entrepreneur needs to truly know who he is and question himself 
in a, in a good way, in a healthy way. Learn, learn how he he learns and grow grow himself. Learn how to adapt to everything. Yeah. You can, you know, you want to be able to be in any single situation and learn. Just always uh, absorb and observe, and then be able to react. Um, the ability for an entrepreneur to adapt to his surroundings is is very important and then and then making decisions not just efficiently but cons- consistently and often mm-hmm. so you like a lot of people have this big issue with always like okay is this the right decision like that has to be perfect that has to check all my boxes it's like no like I get some big decisions have to be like that but make some decisions especially if you're a really you have to make decisions uh, quickly sometimes you have to make like I'm just like yes no yes no yes 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 no like all day right and I and as you're when you're in your younger stages like what you you know it's not going to affect really anything honestly it's just you you might trip up you're going to like make a dumb decision you're going to fail but guess what you're just always moving fail you, you learn you fail you learn, and then you just all you know then you you're just learning like crazy you're always making decisions bam 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 mm-hmm. i think that's really good i think that's a good life lesson for all of us because we can get bogged down by oh my gosh did i make a mistake the emotions or that was really bad. And if we, we were talking about this with our previous guest, is that if you live in those emotions too long, you're you're just, it's a distraction. You're not moving forward. Right. You know, emotions are not the best place to to be when you're trying to make good decisions. Well, well be 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 conscious, right? Um, don't live in, don't react in your emotions. Always take a step back and try to kind of have that enlightenment feeling where. And that's that's the kind of that's that's go goes back to my number one is is know yourself. If you know yourself, then whatever is kind of presented in front of you, you're going to be able to to handle it, right? Mm-hmm. And that's 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 what entrepreneurs come across every day is things come out of left field and and you just have to then adapt, mm-hmm. make a decision, move forward, and just mm-hmm. literally do that all the time and knowing yourself is also something that it changes like where I was when I was like their age is like I'm years beyond that right I sit and I go oh my god why was I even thinking that stuff and it was like really ridiculous right but it comes through making those mistakes you continue to learn yourself is the point that I'm saying you will never never stop learning more about yourself oh I'm very good at making mistakes yeah well I think everybody is yeah well, that was a really good question. Miranda? What do you think the marketing industry will look like 10 to 20 years from now? More automations. I believe it's yeah, going to so be that's, a lot that, more automation. It's all going to be automated. It's all going to be numbers, data. As more, like, it's all numbers and data and analytics right now, but it's, it's going to be automation. Like 10, 20 years, like technology, like... So where do you 20 years people? ago the, the like Facebook didn't even exist. You know, the the iPhone didn't exist. You know, to so to to like project what tech and marketing is going to be in in 20 years is I would if I knew I we'd 
I'd be a billionaire. Yeah. So I think it's going to be this marriage between our creative self. And one of the things that we talked about last week is the technology that's out there to be able to create videos. And it's not like the guys standing behind the camera. That that will be, I think, the the premium value because now you've got somebody, a human, <clears throat> that is taking care of making sure that the shot is perfect. They're interacting with you instead of a piece of technology that's creating the video for us. And I think it's going to be the same for marketing. Everything will be about a movement to see the human side of the craftsmanship that comes out of what you're doing in that particular role. So why couldn't I create a robot that you can perfects? But that was you creating it to get it there. So that would be you okay. keep moving yourself more and more into that creative space to create something else that's supposed to be making my life easier. Mm-hmm. It is a, a which is auto automate. We're automating just another task that we would. Mm -hmm. have to do mm -hmm. I think it is I, I, I agree with you it is creativity mixed with automation and it's a balance between technology and oof. us it's because a, it's a great question what I'm are we going to get paid with you know we got to get paid right and tech if you're not in the technology space that's a it's a scary it's a scary thing to think of is is 20 30 years down the road you know mm -hmm. We see robots doing all of our jobs, and what kind of value do I bring to the economy? And is well, somebody going to pay be, me for it? Yeah, but this is where I think some of that value comes from: is there's going to be people that won't know how to do something, and I'll use what happened today, Wix. I'm going, okay, I've got a problem with my website. I need it to. I I hate forums. I don't want to go through forums. Mm -hmm. I think it takes too long. I also don't think that watching the video is going to solve my problem because my problem will have something that's unique to it, probably because of my learning style. I like to talk to a human. So there's mm. this place where preferences weigh in, and I would prefer like to do business. Phone? Like on the phone? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I would want to talk with somebody across the room from me, not have a computer or a, an automated chatbot, you know, participating in this. I would rather work with a human that's shooting the video. As what here. if it's a what if it, what if it's a video that pops up right? Wix Wix has a video that pops up, and there's a your screen sharing with a with a human. Sure. Is that is that good enough? Yeah. So it is. what it's if Facebook what if right that now. what if that video then itself it has AI or machine like some kind of machine learning in it, then could read your voice and then react that. That it could react. You, you, you're thinking you're, you're talking to a real person. It looks yeah. like a real person, but they're, it's we reacting to your that. voice. We talked about that. There was a, a Google um, ad that came out, I think it was like a year or two ago, and we were talking about that. And it sounded like it was a real person, but it was really a chatbot, and they had programmed it so well that it could understand the, the tonality of the voice mm -hmm. and every aspect of how I'm building we were that. engaging. I'm building that right now. Yeah. It's, it's out like there. it's like seventy percent. I'm like my own internal internally, but what I'm saying is video. What if you have? What, what do if you guys you, think? What, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I know. Like, yeah, it's totally gonna happen. Yeah. What if? Mm -hmm. What if? It, like a like we're on a screen share and you're asking me questions and I'm giving you those answers, but I you know I'm over there making a cup of coffee, but I'm you know 
you see me on the other side of the computer. So you're saying it's it's the image of you that I'm interacting with, not really you. Yes. Okay. I'm saying like chat bot. It's like an avatar. But video. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But it is it's it's like it, it looks like me. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't like that. You wouldn't know. But it sounds like we're just talking on the phone. Is it not just like a phone call? No, it's it, video screen it's a video screen call. share, video mm -hmm. call, like mm -hmm. FaceTime, FaceTime. It's like this mm -hmm. right now, but it's really that we're interacting mm -hmm. with not necessarily you in the chair. It's it's a hologram. It's a mm -hmm. it looks like you. Right, a hologram. Why, if okay. if we can do the whole tonality thing, why can't I do the whole right? Like our our body movements have have a tone. True. Right. Why can't we do that? Why can't then, if we can already already do the voice tonality, why can't I just have my voice projecting you know, pro and project like the the I'm speaking the words. I think everything is possible because that's how we ended up with all of the inventions that we have. So it's you can just put like a, a hat on them. Like I don't yeah. just do it actually wearing a, <laughs> this kind of hat or a scarf. On like what? A, like a like if you knew it was a like this a, an additional feature. Hey, oh. pay two ninety nine and you can actually dress uh, the customer service guy that's that's screen sharing with you. Huh. I wonder if <laughs> you know what people would pay for that. There's going to be somebody that would pay for that. Just a little, a little fifty cents. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. Because that's what Snapchat is, right? You can put all of these filters and make amazing. What if it was like a guy picture? that like had some like really attractive guy? You pay 50, fifty cents for that, Isabella? No, no she wouldn't, because she's not desperate. You, you have, you can walk outside and see an attractive man. Yeah, for free, for free. But Thank like you. shirt, like shirt off, and you can like press the wink button. Ooh, again, free. You have internet. If you want to see a man, you can yeah. Google a man. But he's I not talking to you though. Uh, it's better that That's he's a... not. But we don't, we don't have to, we don't have to get there. We don't have to go into men. We don't have to go there. Yeah. It's better that he's not. It might be there. safer that way, he's but just there. yeah, mm -hmm. that's another conversation. But yeah, you know that is another conversation. This is like it went in this completely different direction. But last last night on sixty minutes, I was watching it on uh, Hulu. In sixty minutes, they were saying that YouTube is the mm -hmm. social channel that is the most uh, active and the most engaged channel over anything else that's out there. I and believe that. I, I don't remember the, sadly, I don't remember the amount. I think it was like 500,000, maybe it was more than that. We'll say it's 500,000 um, pieces of video are, lo are loaded every second. And I went, I could believe that. <laughs> I could absolutely believe that. And they talked about the responsibility that YouTube has to be a safe place. And how do they center? How do they decide what is going to be acceptable? and what isn't going to be acceptable on there. And they had, they showed this video of um, prisoners in war being beat to crap, and you can watch it. You can watch it, and they go, well, how come you have that up there? Why is that not taken down? And then they were just talking about the different things of, well, this is acceptable, hate, hate crimes, and then white supremacy, and then they had all of these other, how do you decide this is acceptable well, to I, stay I, on why, YouTube? Why wouldn't it all be allowed on there? Like, we're all grown people. Like, if... If, if I want to see what, what, what hate crime looks like to avoid it, then I need to look at what it is. But there's right? this place where people can be manipulated by that. And then okay, the well, algorithms are beginning to actually send you that content. And then that's starting to flood what it is that you're watching. And it changes your thinking, and which changes your actions and your behaviors. Who's being... Okay. 
So that's what they said. This, this is what they were talking about in the, in the show. And I found it really amazing is that the algorithms that are there to give that predictive type of um, content that you like to watch is being fed to you. So how is that changing our culture and our society? It was really interesting. 60 minutes, I recommend it. Go watch it. It's like it's, 20 it's, minutes. It's, 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 yeah, it's crazy. And it was the woman that actually heads it up. And she she also had this was fun little tip. Uh, the two guys that started Google, they rented a space from her, uh, lived in the garage apartment, truly, and created Google. And then they hired her to come in and be their marketing person. Then when they bought out YouTube, they hired her to run YouTube. So it's a really interesting story. Can we? Can I find that somewhere? I I will share it with you. Okay, cool. Yeah, I will definitely share it with you. We need to. Let's see. I got to make sure we stay on track. Oh, patron two. Let's go, Miranda. Starter Studio is a pioneering hub for innovative and tech-enabled entrepreneurs that empowers and provides resources for entrepreneurs, creatives, and innovators to begin, grow, and flourish in Central Florida. They offer open community educational programs, accelerators, funding, and collaborative workspaces. Starter Studio fosters a community serving as a platform for the ideas of the future. Their website is starterstudio.org. Thank you, Starter Studio, for being a patron of the Intern Whisperer Live. This is happy music. This is your music, guys. It's not, it's not rap, it's not rock and roll, but it's really good. What would you call that? I don't know. It's, it's Eli's music. Okay. It's happy music. It's toe-tapping for sure. Okay, you appear to be a sports enthusiast. You shared that with us earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you think, what are the lessons that you've learned in sports that you can carry over into entrepreneurship, into your business? A lot. In sports... In team sports, you have to learn how to communicate. Mm-hmm. You have to learn how to be part of something that's bigger than yourself. You have to learn how to sacrifice. You have to learn how to be mentally strong for you know, your teammates. Do you think that's you everybody to, on the team? If you no, of course there's there's, you know. Of course, there's there's people that don't go to that extreme of thinking about sports mm-hmm. and, and, and wanting to be super involved and getting deep. No, let sports. me rephrase my question. Do you think everybody that's on a team thinks that way is what I'm really asking? And because I think being mentally strong, I think that there's some that are like uh, leaders and then there's some that are followers. So the ones that tend to push forward more towards leadership mm-hmm. will be those ones that'll be very motivating, saying, "Okay, we need to do this and this and this." And then there's those that are they're still part of the team, but they may not be as as mentally strong. Yeah, you still have to say, "Okay, I'm going to follow this leader." I'm yeah, gonna, they I'm gonna, commit. I'm gonna, right, so I'm I'm part of something mm-hmm. bigger. Right, you know, absolutely. You learn how to motivate. You learn some people learn how to be a leader. Some people are put in those positions and, and evolve into awesome leaders and learn how to sacrifice. I mean, learn how to you have to learn how to put in tons of hours 
and, oh, yeah. pra- and, pra- and practice and practice and practice and practice. Uh, you have to you have to learn how to be very aggressive, but is it aggressive or assertive? There's a difference. When you depending on the level, I mean, when you're at a, a high level, like like you have to put your your mind in a like a you're like a killer, like a like a killing killer instinct, mm. right? But then you also have to think. You have to be very sharp, and then you see these p- people in front of a mic, in front of tons of journalists, and people ask them questions, and then they're a completely different person. You have to kind of be a, a, a completely different person. Chameleon. Right. You have to adapt. Right. You, you're, mm-hmm. you're out there being a physical specimen. Right. You're you're you're. So so that 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 trains you as well. I always thought people that played sports were great great leaders in a, in a company uh, in a in a sales like a sales position because they have to motivate the, the hard the one of the, the hardest thing in any business or really life is other people yes 100 percent so if you can you can find someone that motivates and incentivizes the others to work for the company and, and work for them, you know, work for themselves. Mm-hmm. As in, like, hey, if I work for the company, then I, my life even even better is right. So that, that that's that's hard, and sports, you're forced into that. If you're if you don't do that, then you get weeded out, and you you know mm-hmm. you don't play sports or you're sitting on the bench a lot. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, so yeah. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of lessons. Did you guys play sports? By no. any chance? I played mm-hmm. soccer for a few years, and yeah. then I dabbled in gymnastics. I quit when the balance beam came into play. Yeah. Mm. But yeah. soccer, <laughs> I was only good at one position. Yeah. That was defense. Uh, yeah. You yeah. weren't in any sports? Mm. Not really. Yeah. No. Clubs? Club, like sports clubs or just like clubs activities activities um as a youth no not really that sounds boring but i had fun <laughs> i had a good time yeah mm-hmm. i would play sports with like the kids in my neighborhood but like official soccer was like the only one i officially was on a team played mm. gotcha yeah. yeah what sports did you play uh basketball baseball football hmm not volleyball? No. I play volleyball now. Thursday okay. nights, beach volleyball. Okay. I have a good time. <laughs> we uh it's it's a bunch of random people. Is it's it over a, here? It's, on it's co it's co ed. It's a it's a festival park. Yeah, that place over yes. there on Primrose, right? Right. Yeah, it's really fun. Yeah, I've seen them out there playing. Yeah. So we have a great time. Yeah. Okay, so quotes. What quote inspires you? Uh, tons of quotes, but and Teddy, Teddy uh, uh, Roosevelt, Roosevelt here is one is it's hard to fail, but it's worse to never have tried to succeed. Yeah, I would hate to ha- think about. Well, what if I didn't do this? Me too. Yeah. Do you guys all feel that same yes. way? Yes. So so, why do we say? I'm not going to try this, right? I'm afraid of failure. I'm afraid of what these people think, blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. So then fast forward 60, 70 years, 
you're on your deathbed and then you're filled with regret. Oh, damn, I didn't, I didn't try because I thought these people were going to judge me. And then you realize that what you thought well, never existed, ever. Mm-hmm. Only in your head. And you're about to die in five minutes. So what you were thinking your entire life never existed, mm-hmm. ever. And that scares the shit out of me. So um, one of my mottos is, which I don't know who said this, but I think my friend told me, but, which is risk it for the biscuit. <laughs> and that's what I do. I, just, I, <laughs> I, go, I go and I risk and I go and I go and I go and I, um, I, don't, I don't ever want to be on my deathbed saying, like, damn, should have said yes to that. Yeah, I agree. That makes me really sad when people yeah. do that. So how can people find the lead line? We're coming to the end of our show, I know, so we're going to have to jump over to that last part. How do people find you? What are your social links? What's your website? Well, I, we have you know, theleadline.com. Our inst- we have a Facebook, uh, The Lead Line. Uh, we have our Instagram is The Lead Line. Okay. I believe it is. We also have a another uh, lead line Instagram called Follow the Leader the Lead Line, and I had a um, I had a videographer follow follow the whole company around from you know from a, like it was a couple months ago. So like a, a whole a whole episode we were trying to like record like from you know not being successful to being successful and like actually what happens and I think entrepreneurs really need to understand what it is because right now they have Gary Vee but like you know he's worth 200 million dollars and he's like yeah you can just you know do anything and yeah like do that you know but like what does it actually look like and how does it how does it feel what are these people really feeling so um, ad, ad actually has 10,000 followers and I don't do anything with that Instagram hmm. organic 100% 10,000 followers? I had 11,000 at one point. I'm le- I, it has zero content on it. Hmm. That's interesting. Okay. Well, it's, it used to be Orlando underscore now. And I used to run that page and I built it for two years. And I always would post something once a day or twice a day. And it was something to do that day in Orlando. And oh, okay. I grew that and then I just changed the name. But it's Okay, right so now. that makes sense. That's why people were following it. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. All right. All right, so we're going to do that little transition thing one more time here. It's really catchy. I'm really liking it. Right, so we want to thank Valencia College East for this being in the studio. We love being in the studio. And thank you, Q, our station manager. He's always so great. We don't get to see him on Tuesdays, but you know, we thank Kyle and Lacey and uh, all of the others that let us into the room here because it's, it's locked up to keep all of this great equipment safe. Um, let's do our shout-out. So, Sydney, go first. Shout-out to everybody that I've been interning with for the past semester. I enjoyed you guys, and I hope we can still stay cool, and I want you all to do great things. Yep, we will. Miranda? 
Shout out to this being the last show of the semester, and shout out to everyone who's been on the show, listening, and everyone that I work with. Okay, Darius, shout out. Oh, yell it, um, please. Yeah, shout out to all of you guys. Um, this was a great experience. Um, shout out to Brad. This was a great interview. Thank you. Yeah, shout and, out to um, Brad. Thank you for all the views and the support. All right, Fernando. Oh, yeah. okay. oh, uh, and uh, shout out to uh, my friends and family and the whole production team, uh, me and Darius, uh, and uh, the whole intern pursuit team. It's been a blast. It has Yay. been. Yes. Brad. All right, shout out to my family, my employees. Um, I love you all. And shout out to Starter Studio. Shout out to you guys. Thank you very much. This is a very cool experience. Shout out to Isabella, one of the hardest working people. Like literally, I I work hard. I, I work there. hard. <laughs> I work hard, and you work. You work. You like I I can go toe to toe with you. Maybe you. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. You work maybe. hard. I don't say that about really any anybody. Yeah. I hard. I will close that place down. Many. You times. do. Yeah. Like one o'clock in the morning, I'm still there. That's awesome. Yeah. No. No, you're it's a, not. You're a badass. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm no, not necessarily not. proud of that, but mm -hmm. it, it, you do what you have to do to get to that next place. So anyway, but my shout out goes to all of you guys. This has been a wonderful time. I've really enjoyed it. I will miss you like crazy. I told you I have to keep like boundaries around me. So it's like, no, I'll still see you. We'll still be in touch. I don't know how, but we're still going to do that. And then my shout out, it goes to the software team and uh, gosh, there's just so many people. So go to internpursuit.tech, go look at the faces of these people. You'll get to see them and know something about them. And go to internpursuit.games and look at all of the game people because it's significant. And these are uh, really people that have helped grow the company. So I want to share that. Thank you to all of our listeners and also to NASDAQ. I'm looking forward to being there next week. All right. So as we close out our show, we want to say thank you to all of our listeners and take us out, Sydney.